is a little bit of gossiping. A little bit of gossiping with Artie? There's a tiny bit of gossiping. After maybe about 30 seconds, she realizes she can't handle this and then kicks him out. <laughs> Beautiful. Does anyone particularly want to pilot the ship up to uh, Port Meridian? Win can. Win can? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. You just want to uh, spy on Lachlan and uh, on Absolutely fucking lootly, I do. <laughs> okay. So uh, the trip takes 24 hours, as usual, three shifts. Uh, when you take the first shift, and then uh, I imagine... Juliana has to lie down on a bed with a pack of ice on her groin, thanks. Kara yeah. and Lachlan take the other shifts. Is there anything that anyone wants to do on the way over to Port Meridian? Did you say that Lachlan was going to seek out Artie? At some oh, point? yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. He does seek out Artie while Artie is having quiet, sad time. Well, no. Artie wasn't there to have quiet, sad time. Does Artie not have any quiet, sad time on en route? Hmm. Maybe. He usually covers it up with a nap. Or he's in the bath. Well, Lachlan will actually come over to Artie uh, and kind of knock on the door while he's in the bath. Sure. And he'll say, uh, The door, like, creeps open because Artie doesn't close it all the way. <laughs> he's like, um, hey, Artie. You alright? Lachlan doesn't see Artie because he's underneath the water. And he comes over to the tub and he kind of swishes his hand down in the water just to let Artie know he's there. Bite! <laughs> it's a chomp. You do not disturb. Chomp! Lachlan's skin is thankfully quite thick. You can't disturb a man in his, in his bath. You've disturbed me in the bath. <laughs> That's for different reasons, though. <laughs> hey, look, with Alviva gone, how are you doing? It's fine. Uh, no, if it's fine. I was wondering, do you want to do some, I don't know, working out together or shooting practice or something? You'll let me shoot. You'll let me hold the gun? It's your gun, man. Yeah, but the captain keeps lo locking it away when we're not on port. <laughs> Look, I'm the quartermaster. I got the keys. Okay, but if something explodes, it's your fault, not mine. All right, let's go. And he <laughs> fucking jumps. Okay. <gasps> oh, that's right. Lachlan actually, like, got roped into Nap Squad towards the end there. Yeah, he did. I think I like the idea that Lachlan has the spell, uh, produce flame so he makes fireballs and he throws them off the side of the ship and Artie gets to shoot at them just so you have unlimited targets that are easy to see are we allowed to do that we're not in the phlogiston honey all right yeah gives Artie something to take his mind off things you know <laughs> oh it's funny when the fish explodes <laughs> yeah yeah wait like shooting barrels with fish what if you shoot a fish? Oh, we need to stop the fish, though. I was going to say, you shoot the fish, and then I hit it, but the fish is going so fast. And my my fireballs are slow, because I just peg them. <laughs> peg them. <laughs> peg them. <laughs> <laughs> they high-five. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, look, it's just anal. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Oh, good. I was a little worried there for a moment. <laughs> 
It's good to keep your mind busy. She's going to have fun. And that's all that matters. Yeah, well. She'll come back. I I hope so. Well, I have some of her stuff, so. Oh. <laughs> she will come back. <laughs> she has to. I did steal some stuff. Just in case. Ah, uh, what did you steal? This piece of rock. She called it Amber. I don't know. She liked it. I mean. You know Alviva. Amber is pretty. She probably named it knowing Alviva. I'm pretty sure she licks it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll, fi- she'll figure it out eventually. She'll realize, oh, where's my lick rock? Exactly. I keep mine in my shoe. <laughs> That's disgusting. Not any more disgusting than the things you've licked, I'm sure. Arturus, I assure you, there is nothing disgusting about the things I have licked. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, high five! Oh yeah, biggest high five. Their high fives, like, make little tiny sonic shockwaves. No, I don't think they actually do, but like, they're good high fives. Somehow, whenever they high five, there are sparks. Like, sparkles. <laughs> Perfect. They just come from the high, high five. Yeah. Okay, so the 24 hours pass, and before you know it, you are landing down in Port Meridian. For the listener's benefit, there's the Old City, the Margaret District, the Broken Palace, the Park, and the Arboretum all close to the center. New Meridian and the Sprawl go quite wide out from that, and then the Stair is another district which is further away. Where's, uh, just for our, just for the player's personal frame of reference, where's the, uh, Where's the where's Shrine Alley and the big thing with all the food? Market District. Dope. Where's the entrance to the sewers? The entrance to the sewers is in New Meridian. Gotcha. For interest, we might even want to do like a monthly release on Patreon where we show like any maps that were in that. Yes. Yeah. Visuals would like visuals or like some of the uh, some of the like mood board stuff that you had yeah. for Port Meridian would be awesome. Funny you mention it, as of this episode being uploaded to the podcast, per se, what do you call it? Just uploaded in general. The um, feed? The feed. Thank you. I will indeed be releasing maps uh, of all sorts of things. So we'll have the map of New Meridian. We'll have the mood board for Stormhaven. We'll have the map of known space. So uh, Kara's star charts. Dope. And they will be all available on Patreon. Give us money. Please, and thank you. It helps us... Dollars. <laughs> Look, it helps us pay our... It helps us pay Jake. It helps us pay our editors. Okay, so Port Meridian. So Port Meridian. Uh, you have a day to burn while Lachlan, Valley, Kara, and Mr. Hurst restock and Captain Bondar works out some roots and stuff. Okay, well, uh, Juliana kind of hefts some library books and she's like, I, I have a to-do list. Uh, I think I might go to the library, too. Uh, Juliana Lachlan assures you that he has gotten himself free this evening. Cool. cool. Okay. I'll see, see you later, then. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do, you know, do you know a good inn around here? I, I don't... I've never stayed overnight here, uh, not on a ship. I mean, there's the one-eyed lady, but it's not a good inn. I, I only just got here after my old ship died um before you right. know uh before captain bondar hired me but you know i'm i'm sure you, you i'm sure you can find something right yeah homework cool 
I'll um see you later. Yeah. He he gives a very, <laughs> very awkward finger guns. Uh Juliana equally awkward will do finger guns back. <laughs> and then look down at her hands like I don't know what I'm doing, and then just kind of wave very quickly, clasp her books to her chest, and turn a hundred and eighty degrees. They are such useless bisexuals. Just <laughs> She looks down at her finger gun hands going, My God, what have I done? <laughs> Well, the docks are mostly in, are partially in the stair, but they border on New Meridian, like, directly. And you see us, you see, you do see a tavern uh, as you walk through. It's, it's quite busy with people in various spell sailing outfits. Oh, I know. There's probably the tavern that, like, Cacophony and Alviva and Jill stopped at that had eyeball soup. <laughs> um, no, that was the one-eyed lady. Oh, Okay. This one is called the Guiding Star. Ah. It's like a red brick inn. Looks almost like a grandmother's cottage from the outside. Oh, is that the one with the spot with the with the baths? That is correct, with the Tiefling Callista. Yeah. Okay. Holy well, shit, I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, that's where Cacophony revealed that she was Wynn. Right, of course. Yes, well, there is the Guiding Star, and it's quite nice. Okay. Well, I mean, she'll, like, ask around after, as we're, as we're sort of hanging out. It's not, like, an active thing. Okay, yeah. Well, you basically hear about, you've got the, the Stranded Galleon, which is a shitty hostel near Shrine Row. You've got the One-Eyed Lady, which is awful, but, you know, the drink is strong. And then you've got the Guiding Star. And those are your three best options at this point. Okay, yeah. Well, she'll go back later and reserve a room or something, but, like, in the meantime, like, so what do you guys want to do? Well, is Artie allowed off the boat? Yeah, yeah <laughs> we probably need to disguise him. Yeah, I probably do need to disguise you. Like, uh, can I get off the boat this shit, time? Do you... We have to disguise you, buddy. Mr. Hurst does come along and he uh, says, Artie, if you, if you need to stay disguised, I've got a cloak with a hood you can wear. That's a good call. That's, that's a nice start. You know what he needs? A fancy hat. He does need a fancy hat. We should we should look for a fancy hat today. I want a fancy hat too. Says Wynn thoughtfully. You know, you would look great with a fancy. Let's all go buy. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go buy some shopping. fancy hats. I would love a fancy hat. Can it have feathers? Of course. The important of thing course. is that it needs to hide your very very obvious hair. Can we get one that's like? I guess it should hide my skin. Not very blues, out there. Which is weird. Why are you guys all so pale? I'm not pale. Pale? Yes, pale. <laughs> when and Jill both look down at themselves. Artie, I'm darker than you are. What are you talking about? You're so, you're brown. <laughs> uh, okay, this is one of those things where you have different light spectrums accessible to your eyes, don't you? <laughs> I what? Do you not? Can you not see me? In all my glory? You're blue. You're blue. Not just blue. Nah, it's just blue, yeah, bud. It's just blue, it's just oh. bud. Yeah. Oh no. So I need to ask, are you two ha are you three having this conversation out like as you're walking around with Artie's hood up, or are you like still on the ship? Absolutely not. <laughs> They'd be in the ship. Okay, still on the ship. Okay. Oh, I figured we were walking and talking. On our way to a hat shop. 
<laughs> no, it was made very clear that Artie shouldn't be out here the first time. And he actually remembers. Well, no, with with a cloak or something. Ah, uh, okay. That's fine then. Yeah, keep your hood up, man. <laughs> yeah, you're fine with your hood up. Tritons are rare, but they're not unheard of. It's adventuring. Anybody who's wearing a anybody who's wearing a trench coat and a hat is completely impossible to tell who they are. That's just how this shit works. <laughs> uh, here, Artie, also put on these gloves. Oh, the glove. Oh, how? Why are they so soft? I'd make sure to oil them. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, while we're here, I need to drop off some books. Uh, I need to return some books at the Seeker Library. I actually need to grab a few books from the Seeker Library myself. Oh, awesome. I was also going to duck possibly over to the Sprawl and kind of see if I couldn't pick up any uh, news or information about Vodon Space, since all we've got is a cryptic message. That's really smart. You know, I was actually thinking about maybe seeing if I could get some books on, like, Vodoni politics or something just to know what we're getting into. That's probably a good call. And then I also need to stop by a blacksmith. Can we actually find like a blacksmith or an artificer or something first? I need to get my hammer tuned up. Yeah, absolutely. And then I need to stop by that broken palace. They have not sent me about being able to see those relics. To be fair, you might be like a hundredth in line and maybe now you're like 80th. <sighs> yeah, but I should at least know if that number's moved up or something, That's right? Fair. Like they didn't give me yeah. a number to take. That's true. I mean, it's it's a shot in the dark, but maybe if I'm lucky. Yeah, let's go look. Okay. Well, do you uh, guys hats mind if- first? Yeah, hats, and then uh, and then see if we can find like a blacksmith or an artificer or somebody who will like tune up a tune up a hammer. Yeah. The first thing you see as you step off the ship is uh, Captain Bondar talking to a wood elf, and this wood elf has red hair and uh, pale skin, and you realize that this is the courier who dropped off the package from Tuatha. And uh, she signs some things on a clipboard and takes a small bundle of coins from uh, Captain Bonda and then hands over a letter to her and says, this is for one Juliana, for you. What? To be delivered on arrival. What? Is the one uh, you sent from Tuatha? Tuatha may be thanking you for the smooch. Hearing you speak up, uh, the elf perks up and she says, oh, are you Juliana? Yes, sir. Hi. Yes, me? Hi. I... I have a letter for you. And she strides on over. She's wearing, like, the... I, I want to say the fantasy equivalent of, like, the the FedEx outfit that Wynne had oh, yeah. back on Biancata. <laughs> she's got, like, a little, a little peaked cap, a tunic, and stuff like that. And she's like, yes, this is for you. And she hands it to you, and it's stamped with a very elegant-looking seal. Huh. That's... Weird. Okay. Also, because you're going to ask, she's five foot six. <laughs> I want to do an insight check to figure out how much I'm supposed to tip her. That's a 24. What's money like here? I don't remember. You, don't, you didn't need to roll that insight check. But it's more fun if I do, because maybe I'm dumb, but I'm not. I'm 24 insight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a 24 insight, you can tell that the captain has already tipped her, so you're fine. Okay, thank goddess. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, she'll just sort of shove her thumb up under the uh, under the envelope, tug at the seal a little, and then be like, "Oh fuck's sake!" Uh, when can I borrow mom? Yep, uh, she pulls mom out of her wrist and hands it over. And Juliana will shimmy it under the seal and pop it up. Could I get a perception check from everyone, please? Uh... Oh, fun. 
23, baby. <laughs> Nat one. <laughs> uh, 20. Okay. Not bad at all. Arturus and Juliana, when Wynne pulls Mum out of her arm, you see the elf kind of just look your way, double take, and then very rigidly look straight back at the captain. Acts like she's never seen a magic tattoo before. <laughs> and then, um, Wynne, you notice nothing. Yep. I'm busy. You're, you're busy cutting a seal. Oh, I'm, I'm cutting the seal. I borrowed yeah. the knife. I take the knife back and I stick it back on my arm. Yeah. Okay. You know, normal stuff. <laughs> the letter reads as follows. Dear, uh, and then in a different font, Juliana. <laughs> it's a four letter. We regret to inform you that your request to see the relics has been declined. What? Thank you for your patience. What? <laughs> my God. Signed, Sophia, Seneschal of the Broken Palace. Uh, I guess we'll go discuss that and try to figure out why. Are you fucking kidding me? You seem very angry. What's going on? <sighs> oh, right. You don't read. Uh, so when reads that aloud to Artie? Uh, they have, they have relics. They have Ethlyn relics at the Broken uh -huh. Palace. The last time we were here, okay, you were like passed out or something because you had just uh -huh. been pretending to be assassinated. I went by to see if I could go uh -huh. see them because, you know, they're kind of uh, artifacts uh -huh. of my religion and my culture. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, okay, can I go see them? Okay. And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll put you in line. And, uh, well, apparently now uh -huh. me, the Ethlyn priestess, can't go see the Ethlyn relics. That's a colonizer for you. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> excuse me? Jill, I'm going to speak to you quietly in a way that only you can hear. Uh, and she casts message. And she says, heist in the future. <sighs> yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. We have to go to vote on. We don't have time to do a whole fucking heist. No, we'll go talk to them for now. We'll try to see what the issue is and why they've denied. Uh, maybe it's a situation where, like, they've been exposed to air for too long or something like that and they're starting to crumble. Or or maybe it's something like that where they just kind of need to take time to work with the relics. Uh, ha, no. Uh, you said there was a prince? Yeah. There was a prince. And he was, like, a big fancy, like... Birdie guy, not like an Aarakocra, but like Birdie. How would you describe him? It, it, just kind of Birdie. He looked like he looked like a bird, but a man. Yeah, he had like bird vibes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No. Uh, it's his stuff now. Oh. He doesn't want to share. Artie, do you think you could fuck him to convince him to let her see? This? Oh hell yeah! Artie's in. Do a sexy heist. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> we're talking about. Sexy loudly. heist. As you're talking. You, the elf looks over at you again, and Captain Bondar turns and walks back up the ship, muttering to herself about the, the costs and being ripped off. <laughs> and the elf actually approaches you, and I'll show you a picture of what she looks like now. Okay. Oh, she's hot. Oh, she's cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so pale skin, a tunic that's nice, but not too nice. It's professional, uh, red hair, tied back, but also with braids, pointy ears. Uh, some tattoos on her chest and a little necklace that looks like kind of a winged insect hanging around her neck. And she says, um, excuse me. Yes. I couldn't help but to overhear your conversation. I understand you're having trouble seeing the relics in the Broken Palace, the Ethelon relics. Yeah, yes. you, you, you know about them? Yes. Oh, do I ever? I used to be the Seneschal. Excuse me? What? Yeah, 
uh, the the woman you met. Yeah, I'm assuming you met there. Uh, that was my old job. Really? What? Do they switch regularly? Oh no, no. She. Uh, long story. Uh, the point is, I happen to know of a group which may be able to assist you. We're listening. Uh, how about? Are you in the senders? Uh, you say the name, and she like visibly <laughs> flinches, and she says, "How about we talk over drinks?" All right, sounds uh, good. Okay, I like drinks. I like drinks with pretty ladies. She smiles at you, when and she <laughs> looks around and says, uh, "Come on, let's go," and uh, leads you all off to the one-eyed lady. Okay. Stepping inside, the stickiness of the floor like makes your boots or your bare feet for you, Artie, feel funny. Uh, the smell of, you know, stale beer and food and probably piss is quite strong. And you do wonder how- Artie has shoes. Oh, he does? Excuse me. Oh, right, sandals. Yeah, yeah Lachlan's the only barefoot weirdo. <laughs> but as they step inside, um, the place goes a little bit quieter. The elf looks over at the tavern keep. Pulls, like, a silver coin out of her pouch and flicks it to her. And the the uh, the barmaid is this orc, whom you probably remember from last time. Without a word, the orc nods. And then uh, the elf leads you back up the stairs at the back of the room. Oh, it was a John Wick into... coin. <laughs> <laughs> it appeared to be your, your standard issue silver piece. John Wick coin, understood. Yeah, John Wick coin. Okay, John Wick coin, sure. Uh, leads you into a small room and sits down at on, on the bed. And she says, uh, my name is uh, Liana Firahel. I am, well, uh, associated with, yes, you guessed it, the Cinders. We have been looking for someone to take care of a little business for us. And I suppose that if if you take care of that business with her, she's like twisting her hands in her lap nervously, then maybe we could help you acquire certain objects. What is the business? Juliana's like cocking her head to the side, looking at her body language like, you're not really an experienced criminal, are you? <laughs> or if you can't tell us the full of the business because you, you want us to agree first, can you give us like, a sort of theme of the business like are we talking yeah, can we get can we get like a log line yeah Artie's like squinting real hard like he's trying to suss out what the hell I mean is this is this the sex heist am I doing the business it might, it might be the sex heist could everyone please make an insight check <laughs> I don't think it's the sex heist yet Artie but we're thinking about it that's a 15 crit 24 <laughs> 18 amazing okay uh, Arturus and Jill, yeah, she looks really inexperienced. She looks like she's so, like, you would hazard a guess that she's repeating something she heard at, like, a meeting, and is then gonna rush back to her boss. It's like, I, I think I found someone for the job! Win! With a 24. And a nat 20 at that. And a nat 20 at that. Annie and Rio, could you deafen yourselves for a moment? I need to say something that only Matt can hear, but I want the listeners to hear it too. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, take my headphones off, just uh, put a note in the chat uh, when we're safe to do so. Yeah, same. Mac, this elf knows exactly what the fuck she's doing. Oh this yeah, this is, is fucking a front. 
this is a front. She knows yeah. what's going on. She is faking the hell out of this, but is so subtle and so skilled that only you with a nat 20 can tell this. When kind of squints slightly, but she's not going to call someone out who's like doing a facade thing. That ain't her sort of thing. Yeah. This, this elf has authority. I'll call the others back. Meow. Hello. 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 Welcome back. Secrets. I love it. <laughs> Secrets. Yeah. So uh, that is what you notice. This this elf looks like she's about to wee herself in anxiety, and she says, "Um, so we have recently had trouble with some uh, activity. I believe that uh, my boss uh, had you wrangle with some cult activity." Yeah, we wrangle with cult activity all the time. Continue. Wait, hold on. You said your boss had us deal with cult activity in the past? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. My boss met you and also you knew about cult activity or something? Yes. Uh, continue. Okay. Who is your boss? Um, you might know him as, um, Mr. Hatcher? Yes, I'm, I was the one who met him. Oh, that guy. Wait, you guys told me about him. He was like, he was really weird, right? Yeah, he was weird. It's fine. He had a dog. Ah, Ulrich. Yes. Yeah, yeah that guy. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, guy? continue. Dog or guy? Uh, yes. Long okay. story. Um, well, uh, Hatcher has been looking for someone to handle the cult activity because we have recently learned what happens when the cult gets too strong a foothold in a sphere. And we don't want that to happen here. And we need someone who can fight to go take out that situation. And in return, we would be willing to perform quite a favor, such as, you know, assisting with a breaking into the broken palace and acquiring certain artifacts. You are talking about the cults of the world eater, right? Yes, them. Right. You don't think that my plan of seducing your prince is going to work? That might be a good distraction, though. Alright, keep it in mind. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep that in our back pockets. <laughs> no, no, no. That's right. Oh, that's right. We found that circle in the sewer. We did. Uh, do you know what happens when the cult gets a foothold? Yes. Uh, they devour everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, you let them go. Uh, on you let you let them go long enough, and eventually your son's gonna explode. Yep. Uh, uh, there's been a lot of dead guys. And this is where we keep all our stuff. This sphere in particular, so... Yeah, m- more or less. Um, look, this is this is the stakes we're dealing with. The cult is capable of traveling through the negative energy plane, and a black hole is essentially a portal to the negative energy plane. So what they yeah, would do... Yeah, and then you get a worm in the hole. Uh, no, not quite. What they do is they line up in the negative energy plane, collapse a star, come out through it, and invade the planet and raise it to the ground. In force. Okay, but Alviva definitely saw a worm come out once. I, The worm hasn't been summoned for over a thousand years. The, the worm's out there, don't worry about it. Uh, it came out when it was attacking the Neogi planet. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, you might want to keep an eye on the news coming out of Red Eyes. Yeah, uh, anyway, we'll take care of it. No worries. Didn't you know? A, f- a fleet came out, um, destroyed the Neogi homeworld, and also was seen 
trying to uh, burn red eyes to the ground. The fleet comes out of the black hole. That's the black shape in the sky. Okay. And if they get enough people killed, then they can make their sacrifices to summon the worm. Okay, anyway. Um, We're getting off topic. That's, yeah, uh, sorry. She, she, she's still fumbling, like, she, she looks like she's about to have a heart attack with this anxiety. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know if I should even be telling you this, my boss is- Just um, tell us. Exacting. Right, um, we have found- uh, I, I want to of... note that Wynne is just very being very businesslike and cold and just like, let's get through this. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, we found uh, evidence of cult activity in a compound uh, under the city. Uh, it's not in the sewers. It's an old... Uh, uh, it's in the old city. It's an, It seems to be an old basement that was dug out a little further. And um, we need someone to go in there and, uh, to put it quite plainly, kill every last one of them. All right. Is that something you are comfortable with? Yes. Um, Wholesale slaughter? Absolutely. Wow. Well, they are bad guys, right? Yeah, cultists. I suppose that depends on your definition of bad guys, but they are at odds with the interests of every living entity in this sphere, yes? Also, like, half of them are probably already undead, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they're usually undead. That's, That's very possible. She's tapping her foot nervously. What is, what, what, what is, what, what, what are you, okay. She's faking it. Just ignore it and talk. What? 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 She's faking it. I, what? No one should ever fake it in front of me. No one's faking oh. sex right now, Artie. Okay, okay, okay. I thought the stuttering was a little, was a little gilding the lily. Okay, what's your problem? I'm, look, I'm just new to this, okay? All right, look, I know what anxiety <laughs> looks like. <laughs> Wynne shakes her head as she says, I'm new to this. She just shakes her head and then points at her. (laughs) I know a liar who's putting on a mask when I see one, and this is one. Immediately, Liana drops the mask and her face goes stock still. It's really hot, honestly. I'm going to tell you that right now, though. Really hot. You find my anxiety attractive. No, I find your fake anxiety attractive. What a strange elf you are. You've been lying to me this whole time. It's surprisingly easy, Arturo's Prosperoth. Okay, well that's not really surprising. You already, like, you already said you work for Mr. Hatcher and you already got, you guys already helped him out. That's, that's not a new, that's, that's not new information. Well, no one is perfect. But yes, we have a cult problem. I would like you to go into the old city and I would like you to kill them. Can you do that? Yes. Yes. What was with the stutter in the... Oh no, I'm so shy type thing. Don't you worry about that. I imagine she was just trying to make sure that we were more interested in helping because we wanted to help poor, you know, anxious girl. I mean, if this is just a, a murder job, you don't have to go all wooby baby. Hmm. <laughs> wooby baby. Wooby baby, am I right? It's like wooby. <laughs> wooby baby. You three are interesting. Very well. All right. And, uh, watch out for the bounty hunters while you're around. I'm sorry, what did you say? Are the bounty hunters here for Artie? They shouldn't be. For me? They're not here in the way you think they are. Hmm. Okay, well, who are they looking for? And what she does is she unrolls a poster that's, like, stuck in her back pocket. Uh, it has been printed quite well, and it says, 
Missing. Have you seen this Triton? Reward offered for the information leading to the return of Arturo's Prosperoth. And there's an old picture of him, which appears to be painted uh, quite nicely. He has long hair and more jewellery than you're used to seeing. But otherwise, yeah, it's him. The poster continues, 44, long red hair, blue, five foot tall. Loud, obnoxious, probably will be found in a tavern or bordello. Will die before he cuts his hair. If he has short hair, it's not him. That's useful. If seen, contact Liana Firahel at the Harbour Master's office. Ah, that's you. That's such a beautiful picture of me. Oh my god, what are they saying? Oh, uh, it's details about you and says you're loud and obnoxious. Also says if it has short hair, it's Why not you. Why would they say that? Well, I don't know. He don't said know. loudly and obnoxiously. <laughs> <laughs> Could we keep this, Winces? Well, uh, yes. And Arturos, you recognize this painting because it was painted before you left home. Uh, Artie, what's up? I don't know who has this picture, but they shouldn't if they think I'm dead. If this helps, it was submitted to me by a dwarf. Dwarf? A dwarf? Uh, a dwarf? A dwarf. By the way, you y'all ended up taking care of that that Triton lady, right? The yeah. clergy lady. Oh yes, uh, she's very dead. Okay, that's a loose end. That that that's a loose end. That side up. That's that's all right then. Yeah, I'll tell you a that for dwarf. free. She's Thanks, completely dwarf. dead. Yeah, a I've, dwarf. I know a lot of dwarfs. Yes. Uh, I mean, was this drawn by somebody in town? Uh, no. The the poster was already designed up by the time uh, it was handed to me, and I was, you know, hired to print up copies and spread it around. I've also got the reward. It's not bad. It's it's 5,000 gold. Huh. Just for- Only 5,000 gold? For information or for a body? Uh, return. It's It's living. It's a missing person, not a wanted poster. Right, but I'm saying a living body or information about said body? Information leading to the return of, which means if the information helps us find him, and she gestures at Adi, then they get the money. But that's only 5,000 gold. It's a pittance. Well, that's not my problem. Uh, my problem is if someone sees you, even if you have short hair, as I see, uh, they may still try to bring you in. So if that happens, maybe pretend to not be Arturos. I'm assuming you don't want to be found, given all the effort you went to last time. Yeah, no, I still don't want to go home. Yeah. yeah, you've still got that scrying medallion on, right, Artie? Yeah, no, it's always on me. Okay, good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we can we can work on that. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye out for that. Thanks for the heads up. Uh, all right, can you give us like a, a location for this for this cult cell? Uh yes. It's and she she pulls out a map of the old city and draws a mark on it to show uh, a house there, and she says. Yes, uh, there's a mansion around this location. Uh, just break on in. I don't care. Uh, they'll be in the basement. Wynn gives a thumbs up. Okay, breaking into a mansion. That's never gone badly for us before. It went fine last time. Eventually. I uh, recommend going uh, probably as early in the morning as you can manage. Okay. Uh, that's when they'll be least expecting anything, but uh, that's just what my intel has for me. It could be wrong. What time of day is it now, Anna? Uh, it's currently about 4pm. Okay, well, uh, cool. You mind if we take care of this tomorrow morning, then? Is there a timeline here? 
only tomorrow morning. I was I was just hoping for this week, you know. So, but the sooner you help us, uh, the sooner that we don't get our sun imploded, and from there we can. Uh, I'm sure that I can get my people to help you. It will take some time to plan the heist, so. Uh, if you have other things to do in that time, then please do them. But I'm sure by the time you return, you'll be able to uh, go with us to get your artifacts back. Right. Sounds good. Can you tell me anything else about those? I, I only got, like, some basic descriptors. Uh, there are a few things there. There is a circlet, there's some battered old armor pieces, there's a horn, there's a... I, I want to say some kind of axe hammer hammax thing yeah no the horn tell me about this horn uh the horn yeah don't i haven't actually seen it myself not not for at least a hundred years uh let me think and she stops for a moment and she thinks and she says okay uh i remember that it's got something written on it in a probably celestial uh i that's what i remember uh it's some kind of animal horn and it's old and dusty and she shrugs Jillian's eyes have grown wide and she's very clearly like looking very intensely at her as though she's trying to like draw the picture of it out of her mind <laughs> right okay 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 celestial cool 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 right yeah no that's cool all right all right cool thanks no worries uh i'm sure you'll see it again fairly soon if this goes well i would like you to not die yeah cool Juliana's just like totally just she's she's just gone inside of her head she's kind of checked out of this conversation well if that'll be all i will leave you to it i assume you have places to go and things to do yes thank you very much before we go as my you know my job is official is secretary to the harbor master do you need directions i think we'll be okay we've been here a couple times as you wish. Well then, you can probably have this room for another hour or so before they come and make sure it's fit for sleeping in again, but see you around. And she stands up completely straight. There's no more nervousness in her thing, and she just strides on out. So? Okay, well that's a lot. That was all a lot, right? That was a lot? That was a lot. So now we have more to do. Hats! I was so young. Hats. What, have you been here before? Huh? No, this picture. I was so young. How long ago was that? Eh, like, 20 years or so. You're only 44 years old? Maybe. I don't know. I lost track. You always talk like you're way older than that. You guys are such a ba- You guys are all babies. You're a baby. No, oh. she is the- No, oh, oh, honey. Let's go buy some hats. All right, well. You uh, leave the tavern, the half-orc behind the counter nods at you, and I'm sure you can find a hattery without too much trouble. Haberdasher! Haberdasher in the place to be haberdasher! Ah, yes. Haberdasher! A haberdasher. It's an opportunity to say haberdasher! Yes, you find a haberdasher without too much trouble. They do have a very fine fruit hat in the window for some reason. Oh, it's wax. <laughs> Don't go out in the sun. All right, all right. When, when you are, yes. you are, you're the fashion expert. Uh, actually, I guess I am. Guide us with hats. And you find this. I will say, you find this in the market district. So you do have to walk pretty much all the way across New Meridian, but at least it's along the width of it and not the length. Artie, what kind of feel do you want with your fancy hat? 
Like I'm some sort of man in a trio of men who wear fun mustaches while we go around with tiny swords. So like a fedora or a trilby, you'd say? No. (laughs) The haberdasher, who is a, uh, is this human woman, and uh, she comes over and she says, I have this magnificent tricorn if you'd like to try that. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's, you want to try the tricorn, Artie? I do like a try. I think it was one of the ones with like one side turned up. Yeah. And like a big Ooh, feather. That is dashing. Yeah, and the big and the feather. Big, yes, a giant feather. I can I can have a feather added if you wish, yes. Could you have like a rainbow of feathers? Um I Yeah, how gay can you go with the feathers? Let me see. And she looks concerned for a moment and mutters off in and and like She's an older woman, she's got a little cane, and she kind of potters off into the back room. And she comes out a little while later and says, I don't have multicolored feathers, but I can put a number of different feathers in there, all colored differently. She looks over to Artie. That will do. Very well. And so if do you want one the, must. Do you want the tricorn or do you want the flat hat with one side pinned up? The flat hat with one side pinned up. Okay. She says to come back in half an hour and she'll have it ready for you. Excellent. When, when, what are you thinking? I'm pondering that. Also, uh, Juliana, hmm? could you make an investigation check for me, please? Okay. Seven. A seven. Well, you're lucky. The, the DC was five. Uh, on your way to uh, the market district, you do pass a, sto- a, a uh, blacksmith with the sign out the front saying, Darrow's Arms and Armor. Okay, uh, I need to I, I need to pop by there after we're done with hats. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I kind of want something that's not super flashy, but I'd like it to be a little bit flashy. You want like classy? Yeah, I kind of want classy, uh, classy and easy to wear, but I want that bit of a bit of verve, so to speak. I am honestly thinking of maybe I will go actual fedora, oh. with like a ribbon, a, th- a ribbon around the top, mm. and then just like. Small feather. A fedora is a fetching hat for a lady. Yes. I can do that, yes, if if you like. I actually think I have one of these off the rack. Give me just oh, one like moment. like a really nice felt, too. Yeah, like a really nice felt. Maybe like a red ribbon with kind of maybe like a uh, kind of a smoky orange feather to kind of go with my new, um, my Ooh. magic being kind of smoky now. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. You can uh, invoke that ignescence. And uh, she comes out holding a this this beautiful number that pretty much matches exactly what you described. Uh, she pops it on her head. It's a little too small, but the uh, the woman snaps her fingers and then touches it, and ever so slightly, you feel it adjust, and it perfectly fits on your head. Awesome! Oh, that looks so good with your ears. Thank you. And she kind of tilts it just slightly to the side. Look jaunty. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, that'll be. Uh, it's a little on the expensive side. I'm sorry. That'll be five gold pieces. All right. Uh, how much money do I even have? All right. So I still much. have all the money. Oh my god. We we have so much money. Yes, the expensive side. Uh, you're currently carrying like <laughs> thirty six hundred platinum, <laughs> forty thousand gold. Can you spare five gold, lady? <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> there we go. I have spared five gold. Very good. Yeah, so knock that off your sheet. Cool. Um, 
she's her eyes bulge a little when she sees how big your purse is, but she doesn't comment. And she says, "Could I interest you in any of our other hats here?" Uh, his hat too. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Mm. Jill, do you want a hat? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Like this is our hat era. Unfortunately, uh, for We're the custom modifications to the gentleman's hat, uh, that'll be a little extra. I'm very sorry. Seven gold pieces. That's fine. She just tosses her seven. <laughs> she tosses her ten gold. Why not? Just toss her a plat. Yeah, I toss her <laughs> a plat. She nearly this this older lady nearly has a heart attack then and there, but she steadies herself and says, "Thank you for your custom. Let me yeah. get your change." No, keep the change. Uh, oh well, uh, thank you, thank you very much. What do you think about just like a like a like a like a straw number, like a sun hat or something? Oh, like a big straw hat, maybe like one of those like cute ribbons that has like a bow and it kind of dingles. Oh, that would be really cute. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, what if it had little, little fake birds? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like something like, like something like timeless. You know, something for like the next time we go on a beach day. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's see. I have this, uh, this fine straw hat, and she. It's it's this big floppy sun hat with these uh it's made it appears to be made of straw, but it's got uh little belt loops woven into it, and through those belt loops is strung this uh this pale yellow it's almost like it's not like a ribbon, it's like almost gossamery. It's it's a very big hat though. Can you make this uh like a light blue ribbon? Yes. Uh, give me just one moment and she uh takes the hat back and potters off into the back room. You know what I'm thinking with that? Mm? Giant mm. sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, when uh, awkwardly opens opens the purse and just pulls out like another plat and just all puts it down. Oh, you're gonna kill her. You're gonna completely <laughs> kill her. She won't have to work for a week. Gives her a week off. A uh, another person uh, walks out of the back room. A dwarf. Uh, she's she's dressed quite nicely. Her beard is neatly braided. And uh, she comes out and she's holding a, a tray and on it is some uh, some wine glasses. And she says, uh, the mistress wondered if I could offer you a drink while you wait. Oh, she picks up one of the wine glasses. Sure. Thank you. She Thank sniffs you. And then takes a sip. The wine is terrible. It's very cheap. That's fine. <laughs> Wynne has, Wyn has high deception and she's just going to pretend it's the best wine she's ever had. Jill is definitely going to like she is going to uh screw up her face a little, try to hide it behind the glass, and then like smack her lips a little like Delicious, thank you. That's very thoughtful of you. Artie slams it. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to help. And she and she goes back to the back room. Uh as as they're in the back room, Wynne leans over, uh whispers a prestidigitation spell and makes Jill's taste like fine wine. Oh, you are Amazing, thank you. She nods her head. In in the back room, you hear uh, some whispers. Could I get a perception check, please? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Another seven. Nineteen. Twenty. Very good. So, uh, Jill, you're still reeling from the taste of the drink. <laughs> Win and Artie, you hear uh, you hear the old woman saying, "Did you bring them the wine?" And the dwarf saying, "Yeah, they seem to like it." Saying, <laughs> "Good, whatever we can do to bring them back." See the size of that purse, and and general shit like that. Like, be nice to yeah. the customers. They're, They're rich. rich. <laughs> oh, I feel weird about that. 
forgot to give the captain the money. Uh, you, uh, the the haberdasher comes back this out. This is my boo. And your hat now has a silk band around it with a long trailing ribbon that's been tied up into like a flower shape, and oh, then cute. trails coming off. Oh, that's adorable! That's so cute. Thank you. I love uh, it. Wonderful. Uh, if you'll let me size it on your head, please. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. She, uh, she sits it on your head, snaps her fingers. Uh, it f- moves to fit your head perfectly. And she says, uh, there is, there's a dressmaker just across the way, and I'm sure she would make something that would fit that perfectly. Oh, that would be very like a cute. Lov- like a lovely sundress or something. Oh, that would be really nice. Honestly, I wouldn't mind changing kind of my look here. Oh yeah, sure. You guys want to? Yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, Artie, uh, you could probably well, use. So like you a... need you need like thirty minutes to work on Artie's hat anyway, right? I I do. Yes. So we're gonna hit up the blacksmith and maybe that dress shop, and then we'll pop back in. Yeah, is that okay? Yes, for Arnie's hat. But, uh, Arnie's yes, Arnie's. Hat. We know Arnie. Uh, for Arnie, okay, I see. Uh, well, that that hat will be five silver. I, I left you a platinum there. Don't worry about it. The old lady nearly falls to her knees and just like <laughs> eyes come out and the dwarf rushes out and collapses and catches her, sees the platinum on the on the counter, and just turns to you with white eyes and like, Oh, thank you, thank you so much. And then like takes the old lady and says, Come on, darling, let's get you inside. Can't have these customers killing my employees. I'm not I'm sorry. <laughs> Wind says awkwardly. Oh no, no, you're you're wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. From what you know about dwarves? Uh, this this young-looking dwarf lady is probably twice as old as the human. I think we're married. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, well... Uh, Wynne um... awkwardly backs out of that situation. Yeah. See you Amazing. later. <laughs> oh, uh, just for the sake of um, pronunciation... It's Arturos Aurelius Mescatal Sol del Mar Sangrecito Muer Prosperos. Ooh, I love the way that rolls off the tongue, Rio. That's beautiful. I am so sorry in advance for the way my accent butchers it, but I'll do my best. And that's why I had to say it first. <laughs> Yay! Uh, and that is what the poster says. The poster, which will, at the time of upload, will be on, which will be on our Patreon in uh, the proper with the proper name on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, blacksmith, please. You step out of the store, and immediately, uh, this young girl, either a human child or a halfling adult, you can't really tell, runs past you, screaming. She turns her head towards where the girl ran from. And then a moment later, a small humanoid figure, covered in, like, straps and bristling with metal, chases after the, the, the small figure, and together they run down an alley. When is going to try to trip the second figure? Roll a melee attack, please. Got it. 18. All right, and let me contest that. Okay, uh, you catch the figure uh, by the foot, and they go sprawling. Something falls out of their hand, and there is a pop. Okay, everyone needs to make a con save, please. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay. Con saving throw. Ooh, 19. 14. That's a 17. Okay, there is a loud pop and a bang. If that fails, can I roll use my inspiration? I guess I don't know if I know if this fails or not. Uh, you're all fine. You okay. will succeed. 
and you all take uh, half of 17 sonic damage, which is eight sonic damage. The hell? Uh, the figure quickly, the quicker, the figure quickly scrambles up and rushes down the alley, and your ears are ringing. Oh, I just want to run errands. <laughs> Just want to have a cute little day to run errands, and Juliana's <laughs> already chasing after this yeah, figure. Yeah, wind's taken off too. <laughs> Amazing. So you run down some streets and chase the figures, and the little girl is screaming, and the 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 kid runs down what appears to be a dead end, and you all rush in after them. The alley is full of like uh, broken barrels and crates and stuff. It's in terrible shape. And at the end of it, there is a menacing-looking gif. She is wearing uh, a white shirt and some trousers and suspenders and has, like, the handle of some kind of firearm sticking out of the back of her belt. Can I show you what she looks like? Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. She even has a little monocle on. She's classy. She's a classy dame. And she's got huge forearms. Yeah. yeah. I like her suspenders. Thank you. Uh, So, this gif sees you all come running down the alleyway and the little girl is just standing there and the figure who appears to be some kind of goblin uh, actually scrambles up a wall and disappears onto a roof and the gift tosses the girl a little coin and says thank you missy and the girl like says no thank you and scrambles off into like a rotten hole in a wall somewhere we were just loaded into a trap helping a little girl got it uh Juliana's already got her hammer out. She's in a ready stance like, oh, what the fuck do you want? Uh, and uh, the gift says, ah, hello. Gentleman in blue, you wouldn't mind taking your hat off, would you? I don't have a hat. He is in oh. his hood still. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't mind taking your hood down, would you? Oh my god, you've, you've mistaken Arnie for somebody else, haven't you? I don't know. Uh, let's just, how about you just take your hood down and we'll talk about it. Oh no, my sen- my skin is very sensitive. His skin is very sensitive. If it gets caught in the sun, he's going to basically fucking break out in a rash for the next week, and you don't know how annoying it is. And the gift says, well, if that's fine, well, this alley is nice and shady. I'm sure it's no problem for you to just let your hood down for a moment. I just need to see your hair. I need to see your hair. I, I don't have any hair. Exactly. Buddy, <laughs> just... Do it so we can get to the so yeah, we can get to the so we can go to the blacksmith, please. You you told me not to though. Yeah, be- and now we're asking you to do it, please. Okay, fine. And he pulls down his hood. You know, we did that just because we didn't want to put the lotion on you for the next week. Okay, so <laughs> Jillian gestures at the fish man. Look at his short hair. Wynn also gestures that way. Look at his extremely short hair. We've been getting this- we've been having this issue ever since that fucking thing went up. The gift pulls out a poster (laughs) and holds it up and you recognize- you can kind of see the light shining through it and you recognize that the inverted picture of Artie seen through it. When it's like, ever since that thing went up, everybody's been stopping us and everybody's like, oh, you must be him when it's not the case any of the times. Oh yeah, because all Tritons look the same, right? It's so fucking racist. And you hear a schlop behind you, and something falls off the roofs and down into the space behind you. Ah! She glances I back. have the schlop. That's a very big ooze. What, it, what the hell? A very big ooze. A enormous fucking plasmoid 
sloops down and pretty much fills the entire space behind them. But in it is the weird thing. This is this is like a semi-metallic looking, kind of almost pearlescent ooze with like a couple of glowing cores inside it. Its ooze moves around and forms the shape of a mouth. And this mouth is... It has a tongue and it has teeth made out of this form. It is oh, eerily detailed like and it's just floating around in it. And you see like a little sack of air and some and like some vocal cords form inside it. Oh, hold on. I have had either a dream or a nightmare. I can't quite remember what it was. Don't and like you this. see this this sack of air pull in uh like the sack pull in air and then squeeze it out, and as it does, the mouth moves and it says <gasps> They put short hair. that's what we said it's not them right is it and uh the gift calls out yeah it's not them yeah told you and the plasmoid says so that means we can rob them right let me tell you right now you do not want to rob us yeah you don't want to rob us because then how will I take you out on a date <laughs> Juliana slowly looks over at Artie and lifts her eyebrows. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a good dream. Both that and also, man, we've been adventuring, you know? We've had to fight some shit. I promise you, you guys aren't gonna hurt us. Okay. So, so we've got like a flirt and I got my threat. Okay, we're we're playing both fields here. <laughs> Without warning. Something falls down at your feet. I'm surprised my seduction didn't work. Gem Gemma is performed by Annie Creighton, Anna Emmeline, Rio Rios, and Mackenzie Weaver, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our cover art is by Canary Witch, who can be found at canarywitch.cawrd.co, and our character design is by Rio Rios, who can be found at riorios.com. Our opening and closing music is by Saad Akhtar Ali. For bonus content, such as Juliana's private diary, Anna's homebrew stuff, and early releases of our other show, I Will Fight You, our Patreon has it all from only a dollar a month at patreon.com slash thegemjam. Thank you so very much for listening. Stay safe out there, and we'll catch you next time. Oh, fun. Ah! Milo! <laughs>